Hi there, and welcome to Let's Slow Down, a podcast for all of you who feel tired and stressed from this overwhelming world. Here we'll have fun, inspiring conversations about living life on our own terms and explore ways to ease the pace of our modern world, because life really is good when you're relaxed enough to be present for it. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Stolting, and I welcome you to this space where I hope to inspire you to slow down because life is too short to let it go by in a blur. So take a deep breath, relax, and enjoy the show. Happy fall, listeners. Felt like I was just doing the summer series five minutes ago, and here we are. It's October. As I've said before, fall is hands down the busiest season for my family with my three kids. We have back to school, heading to my third back to school night later tonight. We've had one three weeks in a row. All the fall sports, getting back in the routine, making all the meals, having less downtime. Fall is crazy. So something that I've been embracing to really try and avoid feeling, you know, too overwhelmed and burned out is just taking things one at a time. Seems simple, but many of us, I think, especially moms, tend to take multitasking to like an Olympic sport and try to do a million things at once. I even find myself, I sit down and I start something with work or on my computer and it's like the phone's going off or the laundry needs to be changed or the dogs need to go out. There's just so much that we have on our plates. So by taking one thing at a time, I have found it to eliminate some distraction because mentally I tell myself, I'm doing this right now, the rest can wait. A text comes in that I think that I need to address right away. Nope, it can wait. I'm being more productive this way, and I, I think it's helping me use my time better. I can sit down for, let's say, 45 minutes to an hour and really knock out a lot of stuff that I need to get done. This opens up space for fitting in, time to rest, and time to make sure I'm eating properly, and also time to get to bed at a reasonable hour. Actually, I was going to talk about that later, but I'll talk about that now. I've been prioritizing my sleep and ending times, ending times of my work, ending times for just lots of different tasks. I read somewhere that it's very effective to break down your hour into 45 minutes of work and 15 minutes of rest and or breaks, I should say. It's not like I'm taking a 15-minute nap of every hour, I wish. So by sitting down at, say, 10 o'clock and working till 1045 in the morning and then giving yourself 15 minutes to get up, walk around, get a glass of water, hit the bathroom, whatever you need to do, then sit back down at 11 to put in another 45 minutes of really focused work tends to make us more efficient with our time and helps keep our brain sharp. So I know my kids in school use the term brain break and we need them too. Just because we're adults does not mean our brains don't need a break. I've also been trying to get to bed a lot earlier. I'm by nature, kind of a night owl. I can easily stay up till midnight, but I think I went to bed at 9.45 last night. I was exhausted. These days are long and busy. By going to bed earlier, I can wake up and actually feel rested, refreshed, ready to go. It makes the things that I have to get done, it makes them get done just more easily. 
when you're not trudging through the day and you're not exhausted, things happen to be a lot smoother. So again, this stuff is simple, but I think it's important to talk about it. And when we say it out loud, it just reminds us, hey, that could help me. Maybe I'll go to bed earlier tonight. So another thing I'm doing is sitting down and planning every Sunday. Usually my husband and I sit down together and it really doesn't take that long, but we map out the week. We put in all of our work obligations and the kids' schedules, like even down to who's buying lunch and what day. So that's one less thing to prepare the night before. Actually, I'm having my kids make their own lunches. So it's just a matter of reminding them to do that. But if you have older kids, get them on board, give them their jobs. They're perfectly capable. So sitting down each Sunday, planning for the week helps me feel like I'm more in control, helps me stay organized, helps me to plan. Generally, we're doing one big grocery shop for the week, and then we have our meals mapped out. It is really, really helpful. I know it's not glamorous. It doesn't seem like a lot of fun to sit down and do this, but taking that hour can make such a difference in how the week flows. So we've been doing this for a few weeks now, and it's really helping. Maybe you do it already, but it's something that's helping my family. My husband and I finally also created like a family Google calendar, and that's been helpful putting in appointments and things so that we're both on the same page with that. I am very late to the game with digital calendars. I am a pen and paper kind of girl. I still have a little notebook that I keep with me at all times where I have my calendar because I like to see it on paper written out. And I know it's antiquated and I get made fun of by my friends quite often. You know who you are listening to this right now but it does help to see it. And when I map out my week on Sundays, I write it down on paper, put it on the fridge, put it somewhere visible so that the whole family sees it. If you're not doing this, I encourage you to give it a shot if you're having trouble keeping everything organized throughout the week. So on that calendar, we also write out the simple dinners that we're planning on having so that we can grocery shop and make sure we have the ingredients ready to go for when we need them. And the really busy days, I'm a fan of the crock pot, It helps. It saves time. And at least you're eating a home-cooked meal. I've gotten kind of creative. I have enough recipes at this point that we don't get too bored of it, but it really does help for those busy nights to turn that thing on in the morning and know you're going to have a home-cooked meal ready, especially on the nights when everybody, which is most nights right now for us, everyone's eating at a different time. This way it's ready. Some people need to eat dinner after school. That's fine. It's ready. And the amount that that lightens my mental load throughout the day is huge. I didn't know it was stressing me out so much. When I have a whole meal thrown in that crock pot and it's ready to go, I feel less stressed throughout the day. So give it a shot. It's kind of surprising sometimes the effects of some of these little things. Along those lines, I have had some nagging health issues and I'm seeing a chiropractor. He's super helpful. And he said, well, it seems like you have a lot of inflammation in your body. And he suggested that I go on this elimination diet for a month. So in the name of good health, I'm giving it a shot. And one of the things that he's had me eliminate is my beloved coffee. I'm a fan of coffee. I have been since I was like 12. And I don't drink it all day. I have a couple cups in the morning. But he said, you know what? Try replacing your morning coffee with green tea. So I'm not eliminating caffeine. I'm just changing the type of caffeine that I'm having. Green tea has less caffeine. It has other health benefits. So I've been doing it for a week and a half, and I cannot believe how much more calm I feel. I feel like I have less 
anxiety. I'm feeling more grounded and able to handle stressful days better. Maybe it's all the eliminating I'm doing. I'm eating a much cleaner diet right now. I'm sure that has obviously some positive effects as well. But I went back to him because I started noticing the effects after a couple of days. And he shared with me that he he is the same. He, he doesn't drink coffee very often. When he does, he notices how jittery he gets. So something to think about, maybe something to try. Find a green tea to replace. You're not getting headaches. I'm no health expert. We leave that to Gina Roof, but I am noticing some really positive effects. And being that this is such a busy season for me, crazy time, crazy days, just having that added benefit of feeling more calm and grounded and peaceful is huge right now. It's a gift. So I'll take it. And I do plan to drink coffee again. I'm not going to eliminate coffee forever, but I'm going to be a lot more intentional with when I drink it and how much, see if I can keep these benefits going. A couple other things as I wind down today, I was talking about this over the summer. I'm still trying to schedule in some like quote unquote do nothing time. I'm keeping some weekend nights open just to veg. I need it. These weeks are so exhausting to me. I'm not getting the downtime that I crave, that I personally, especially as an introvert, need. So keeping some weekend evenings open here and there to make sure that I can relax, catch up on just my sanity and having quiet time and having just nothing pressing to do or no no appointments, no practices to be at is really helpful. So that's been keeping me going right now. And lastly, I'm trying, and I've been doing a pretty good job of this, to stay mindful of the big picture. I mean, I think this is good advice always, but especially in a busy season, it's just a season. Going into the fall, I knew it was going to be kind of chaotic and busier than I would choose if it was just me, but my life is not just me. It's my husband, three kids, two dogs, and I love it. I'm blessed. So along with that comes busy seasons. So knowing that this is just temporary is helping me to stay in the moment more and not feel so overwhelmed by it and not hit that point where I feel burned out because I know that it's not forever. I have about another month of this and then things will calm down. Although the holidays will be right around the corner, things will be calming down. Things will be different. I love the holidays and I'm going to try to enjoy them more and make them simpler this year as well. But right now, knowing that yeah, I have a lot of running around that I'm doing, but my kids are enjoying what they're doing. So it's worth it. They're getting a lot out of it. I'm enjoying watching them do what they're doing. These things are all great. They're positive. They're adding a lot of benefits to our lives, although they're making our life a lot busier. Just remembering that it's short-lived helps me be more present in the day-to-day. And rather than be kind of resentful that it's Saturday night and I'm at another football game, just try to enjoy it. Not perfect perspective, but it sure does help. So these are some ways that I'm coping with a busy fall. And I hope that maybe they'll help you cope with a busy fall or whatever busy season you have in your life. So thank you for listening. And I want to remind you that I'm doing a little giveaway right now. I will be giving away one of Dr. Peggy DeLong's. She was my guest from last week. Amazing. She's the gratitude psychologist. Giving away one of her books. It's called Feeling Good. It is fantastic. It's a must read. I'm giving away one in the next couple of weeks to someone who shares this podcast or writes a review because 
and all the algorithms and everything else on the internet, it really helps for my podcast if you can spread the word and share the message. So if you do that, just shoot me an email or send me a DM on social media and I'll put you in the drawing to win Peggy's book. Have a great day, all. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and have been inspired to slow down and start living life at your own pace. As a brand new podcast, your listener voice matters. If Let's Slow Down is resonating with you, please take a minute to leave a review and rate us. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen and share it with friends. Remember, this is a process, so go easy on yourself. Be gentle and take all the space you need to thrive because the world needs you to be at your best, to love and serve others and yourself. 